Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, I'm Ishan Akbar, and welcome to episode 15 of 929, a podcast from Fiverr.com. This is the last episode in season one of 929. We're going to take a short break, but we will be back in just a few weeks with more advice from people who have made something of themselves. In the meantime, today's guest, Julian Khaled, has definitely made something because he made made.com. They're a company on a mission to offer well-designed, beautiful furniture products to everyone. So before we begin, is he sitting comfortably? I'm actually doing a terrible thing at the moment because I'm, I'm sitting on a sofa with my laptop, which is not good for your back. But uh, I'm, I'm actually sitting on, the, on my favorite sofa, which I ordered as soon as I could get my, my own flat in Paris, which is the, the beautiful crane bottle color sofa. Julian launched Mate.com in 2010. Ten years on, it has more than 550 people working across Europe and Asia. But, as you're about to hear, this isn't something he could have achieved on his own. So Julian, tell us, what is your lesson today? So my biggest lesson in, in building a company would be to get the right people around you, and especially your co-founders. These are people you're going to have to go to war with. These are people you're actually going to bed with in a picture. You're going to have to live with them for a while. The big, big, big thing I, I remembered was that you need to go in business with people who have the same ambition as you have, who are in business for the same reason as you do, who are as passionate as you about the product you're trying to build, on the service you're trying to build, and who are not going to stop or leave the boat after the first struggles. That's the big thing. Tell me more about your co-founders at Made.com. Who are they? How did you find each other? And how did your roles play out at the beginning? So when starting Made, we were actually four people, three exec, one non-exec. So our non-exec co-founder was, was Brent Hoberman, the, the founder of lastminute.com and now of a founder's factory and a lot more companies. Ning, my co-founder and CEO, was a friend from business school. And Chloe McIntosh, who was running all the creative at Made on our co-founder then. I didn't know Brent too well. I didn't know Chloe too well. But at some point, you just realized that these guys are the right people to start a business with when you meet them once, twice, three times, and there is a good fit. Chloe and Brent knew things I didn't know. I was able to deal with things they couldn't in some cases, but I'm, I also truly believe that we could actually replace each other when necessary, which one is usually helpful, especially when things go south or your warehouse goes into administration and you are miles away on a different time zone and you receive an email at 10 p.m. telling you that everything is closing tomorrow and you can call your co-founder, wake him up and ask him whether he can actually jump on a train the next day on trying to find a solution. Do you have particular signs that you look for in a, in a co-founder and would you be willing to share that with our listeners? The first thing is somebody who is willing to go to war to make it work. Somebody who's not going to leave the boat after a few bumps mm. because 
building a business, running a business, turning over a business, there are going to be a lot of bumps and you want people who are strong. I'd be looking into someone who, who's, who's very into details also because that's the kind of person I am and I need people who know everything. I'll be looking for people who have the same appetite as I do in building what we build. Would it be because they want to achieve something big or would it be because they are passionate about what they are trying to do on, 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 on the things they are trying to change? And then I think there is a big, big, big dimension, which is the biggest one, which we usually forget because it, it, just, it just goes with it, which is, which is the trust. Hmm. The trust and the communication. On the ability you have to agree or disagree, but always come out with a solution. Every marriage is going to be arguing. The most important and the only important thing is to get out of an argument agreeing on, on something. And that always happened. What advice would you have for a startup entrepreneur who is, you know, pedal to the metal, they're trying to set this business up and they're thinking, right, I need a co-founder, but my whole life has gone into trying to set this business up. What if I find a co-founder who takes it all away from me? That's the bit that I'm really trying to get my head around. How do you make yeah. that leap of faith? I've been lucky that that never happened at Made. We were three funders from start. It always worked well. We had our issues, but I think we never could have done it without being the three of us on the three plus brand, right. the four of us actually. Yeah. Um, so since then, I've been meeting so many founders. There is a big difference between the teams that you meet in day one and then you meet in day 365 yeah. and have done a lot of work and have progressed a lot on the ones you meet in day one on the year later or at the same stage. And I can tell you that I think 100% of the ones that haven't moved much are sole funders. Being alone is hard. And when you ask them why they are not finding co-founders, so 50% of them or 50% of the answers is because it's hard to find one. And it's very hard to find the right person. And they're scared of it. But then another big reason that some of them are disclosing or some of them are not disclosing is just because they don't want to give away big value of their business yeah. to someone who hasn't been working on it for three months, three years, 10 years. And my answer to that, and that's my personal answer is, and what? Even if you've been working on your business for five years, even if it's your ID, you might never be able to make anything with it. Or, or you might be able to grow it to stage one, two, three, but with a co-founder, you might be able to grow it to stage 30. Mm. Why? Why is that that the fact that you've been working on it for five years makes it that you deserve 95% and that dude deserves 5%. Why shouldn't just like put your ego on the side and do 50-50? I'm a bit provocative with them. On, on, right, on, that's on very this, interesting. Because I know that's an issue. I like it. I like it. But that, that's, yeah, that, that's, my, that, that's my view. A lot of what you've said has made me feel like if I'm going to try and find a co-founder, I almost have to approach it like I'm dating. In like, yeah. you know, so, I wish yeah. there was an app where I could swipe right or left on co-founders based on certain qualities, but it feels like I need to go dating. And if you know anything about me, I'm a very nervous dater. Yeah, it's, it's finding, finding a co-founder is a bit like dating, but like dating is hard and there is no easy solution. I, I, I'm going to draw another, another metaphor here. It's like when you're sourcing your factories, you, you, want, you want to design furniture and, and source the right factories to work with them. There is no easy way of finding the right one. You have fairs, you have Alibaba, you have friends of friends who know somebody, you have um, anything. And it's like dating. 
you can go on apps, you can go in a bar, you can find people, you have colleagues, you have the, you have the friend of the friend, and you can meet somebody randomly in the street, but there is no way you're going to know how you're going to find the right person. Yeah. Um, but you have to try. And you're going to fail a lot of times before striking a deal. Hopefully, you're going to meet a lot of people and you're going to meet some people and then you're going to find the right person and it's going to work. It might take two days or it might take two, two years, but I, I do think it's worth, it's worth it. We focused a lot on a co-founder having the skills that you might not have or the knowledge that you might not have. Is it possible to find a co-founder that you don't particularly like, but you know they're very good at what they do? No way. I mean, it depends on the people, I guess. But in my case, no. I do think I want to work with people I, I, I do like because building a business, you're going to meet these guys, you're going to be with these guys all the time. And I will not, I will not give away my, 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 my soul or my daily comfort just because I think this, these people are amazing or they're good in business, but I, I, I dislike them. People do not go to war or they go, but they're not good if they go to war with people they dislike. On the respect. Julian, thank you so much. I've had a real pleasure talking to you today. Thanks, Hisham. Thanks, everybody. Julian Khaled from Made.com wrapping up this season of 929. I hope you found the last 15 episodes of use to you in your business dealings or even in your day-to-day approach to life. You can always check out any previous episodes you might have missed. We've kept things short on purpose and you could binge the whole season in under two and a half hours. Loads of it has struck a chord with me or made me think differently about something. A couple that I'd really recommend are Richard Browning talking about making calculated mistakes. He had a really personal take on what was driving him. Uh, And Ross Bailey, whose mantra was simply, question everything. 929 is a Fiverr podcast and it will return for season two in just a few weeks. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out. Until next time, thanks for listening. 